Hello everybody and welcome back to Spiritual Successor, a comedy video game design podcast where we take your horrible, nasty, cursed video game ideas from all over the internet and turn them into the next AAA titles. I am one of your hosts, AJ Hart. And I am your other host, Blake Rhea AJ. I need you to listen to something for me. Okay? I'm listening. Okay, hold on. Let me grab it. Let me grab it. I've never listened to anything more intently. Do you hear that? What are you shaking? That is the, that's the sound of... That's the sound of dreams coming true. AJ, it finally fucking happened. I finally got it. I finally got it. Hold on. Let me guess what it is. Okay. Go ahead. You go ahead. got the monster alcohol box. Monster alcohol? What are you? Wait, yeah, monster I... selling an alcohol. Okay, that's not it. Don't just <laughs> turn into a fucking tangent just because I say a thing. Well, okay, but um, let so me make you'll another have, you'll guess. Have, you'll have to tell me about that after I tell you what it is. Like, that, it's that's nothing. Wild. That's it. That's the end of the story. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, you got a copy of Banjo-Kazooie for the Nintendo 64. No, I never played Banjo-Kazooie. Never really cared much for those games. I was more of a Spyro kid. hint? Uh, it's a board game. How about that? It's a board game. You, there's it's no a, way you got Gloomhaven. There's no way you're shaking Gloomhaven that no. easily. And that, like, that thing is huge. Uh, no, no, I got something that was that is... Uh, not equally as heavy, but something that is pretty heavy. So I, I think I've mentioned it on the podcast, I got really fucking into Frostpunk uh, recently. And is this the Frostpunk board game? It's the Frostpunk fucking board game, You probably game, shouldn't dude. be shaking that like that. You no, probably should I, not shake all the little pieces like that. No, don't worry. They're all still in their baggies. I haven't unpacked everything yet because I specifically oh, okay. wanted to do this bit because I, I thought the same thing of like, man, if I really take the wrapper off all those cards and those tokens, I would probably fuck them up pretty bad. But no, yeah. like like I, 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 I have been waiting on this board game. It has been enough. It has been in fucking development for months. And I finally I was at the I was at the board game store last night and I was like, you know what? I, I, I locked eyes with it and I immediately grabbed it and just like threw it onto the fucking counter and was like it threw my money at the person because it is just I, I'm so excited to play it because it looks so fucking crunchy dude it looks so like there the amount of counters the amount of like resource management like a, I think a standard game is like four hours long and I'm so ready for that I'm man so, I'm so hey. ready to just just sit and and focus on something for four hours. Can I be say? honest? That yeah, sounds nauseating. Because here's my problem. Yeah, I'm sure up? that if you have two people that know how to play the game for four hours, it could be a real blast. Oh, but no. I, I'm i only ever playing this game by game myself. Sounds <laughs> like hell. Yeah. You know what? I'm so sorry to say this. I love playing board games. You know what fucking sucks? The first time you play a board game. Like, oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. you have to, like, read through and, like, hold the guide and keep handing it around the table and being like, mm -hmm. does it work like this? Yeah, I think it works like that, actually. Like, mm -hmm. it is so much work the first time you play any game. I played a round of Bang recently with, like, four people that didn't know how to play Bang. You ever try to explain the rules of Bang? It's really yeah. goddamn hard when the cards don't even really say what they do. Like, the game will really? be like, and if it has the gun... Like no, no, no. I feel because like bang is like such a simple thing to explain, though. It is until the cards start showing multiple icons. Then it becomes confusing because you're not certain whether it is a trigger or a both happen or like it's. Let it's, me ask this, AJ. How sober yeah. were you when you were explaining bang? I don't see how that's relevant. Got anyway. him. Got his ass. <laughs> No, because I, I had a I had a same exact situation. No, because of like, here's the other thing. Do you remember Bang the first time we played Boss Monster? Boss Monster took us like two hours to actually understand. Yeah, because yeah, because that game's fucking way more convoluted than than like Bang. Bang is just like a a fancier version of rock paper scissors and werewolf. That's all it really is. But like Boss no, Monster, there's like level design. Saying. There's like there's like you have to do management of like okay, what heroes up next? There's like a turn order of things. It's way it's way more complicated. I think more. Hold on, I just realized there is a board game that you can play that requires almost no like sitting down and having to teach everybody and go back and forth through the rules. Secret and Hitler. it's Werewolf. Yeah, Where it's Secret Hitler. It's yeah, Mobster. Well, it's any one of those names. Yeah, like so. It's, what it, the catch? The trick is, of course, the fact that those are games that have a game master. Blake, mm -hmm. we should go back to having all games having a game master. I mean, eh, I don't know. Like, I love, 
I I I am I am of the camp of like I love ga- I love things in extremes. I don't like run of the mill board games. Like say something like, I I mean I guess I enjoy enjoy Catan or I enjoy Carcassonne, but I like really Catan fucking- would have been so much easier for me to play if I had somebody sitting next to me reminding me the rules and the play by play of how to play Catan because yeah, fuck that's, I did not understand that's that the game other player after though. a like, three hour session either. That's why that's why you play it with like people that know how to that that are. A, a master of the game like Which is why we need a ref learn. it seems a little bit impractical that the why person that would be teaching me just, would be just, trying to beat me why we would you need, need a ref you just like you just ask to the, teach me opponent. the game impartially no no no, no at, because sometimes you play Catan and they're like anyway um my I railroads win. win the game and you're like what about wait why and they're like oh the railroad the railroad win condition and you're like i thought we were just making sheepies what do you mean win condition <laughs> Now, if there yeah. had been a referee there the whole time, like in Werewolf, he would have told me about the he would have told me about the trains. I don't remember there being a ref. Actually, no, there is a referee in Werewolf because they're the one that keeps track of who's. They're the, the person that it's like everybody go to sleep. The game. Yeah, werewolves wake up. Everybody go to sleep. Yeah. Witches wake up. Every game should have one of those. Well, what I'm proposing okay. to you, Blake, is that we we probably in our lives know a forever DM. What uh-huh. if the forever DM was was forced to DM at board game nights too? I mean, I I, I have a better workaround for you. Um, how about uh, we just play board ga- we just play board games by ourselves? Like, I think that's totally fine too. Uh, like you even you know- said that <laughs> pathetically. <laughs> No, that was such a con. No, that was for, such a sad concept. You almost stuttered saying it. Well, no. <laughs> All of the big board games that I've invested in, like this, this fucking Frostpunk game, cost me like 120 bucks. That's expensive for a fucking board game, right? Yeah, um, I'm excited to only, play it with you. The, the only reason, <laughs> really, oh, uh, that's good to know. Uh, the only reason I bought it is because it has a single player mode. <laughs> Cause I was just like, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a fucking hard sell to convince my friends to sit with me for four hours and it play a really, fucking hey, crunch game, dude. For what it's worth, I am excited to play it with you. You're right; it will be a hard sell because, like, <laughs> you and me meeting up is such an event these days that the idea of you being like, yeah, we're gonna hang out, and I'm gonna come up to the city, or you're gonna come all the way down to LA AJ, and spend AJ, four hours. You're going to sitting come to in LA my living and room. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna spend sit four hours my, sitting here. Well, I tell you about all of the rules for a little robot game, and it'll be about six hours of just this game. <laughs> and then, like, well, there will be like quiet moments of just like you, you and I pondering, and then we can hear outside the window of like the nightlife going on at the bar right down the street. Just like shit yeah. that's way more interesting than us just Man, fucking sitting. When I visit LA, dude, we are going to go on a whole fucking tour de force of oh, all of, of the food haunts I've been missing. Oh, of course, dude. Like I I mean, you and I talked about it. Once I get my new place, it's just like I want all of our our crew from like San Francisco and Oregon to come on down and just come party in LA. Cuz it it's just now that like the world is like kind of opened back up, like so many of the places that it was wild. Like so many of the places you and I hit in LA when you were living out here just closed their doors completely. And I was thought, Oh, they're gone forever. But like, no, some of them actually came back, but they just like use that time to remodel or like add new things entirely. Some things didn't come back. Like some of our little speakeasies are still gone, but like other things like uh, that escape room hotel that I fucking love. I'm so bummed. I threw out my passport for it because I thought they were closed completely. It's like, no, they, they, they reopened. I mean, that's fine. Like I can get a, I can get another passport and just an excuse to like hit all of the escape rooms again. If you um, ask them nicely, maybe they've, maybe they'll restamp you. Who knows? Maybe they have like an account or something. Like I have an account with the company. Whatever. But you know, uh, uh, topics aside, this things aside, I have a board game now that I could physically kill a man with. And this is a podcast where we take your lovely video game submissions and turn them into the next triple A titles. AJ, can prove I it, game? Blake. I have a game for you. This one comes to us on Twitter from Normal Sid Mode at Manga Dungeon Trauma Center Three proctology legends proctology is like is is that's like that's butt stuff right proc you proc- have to know blake, <laughs> I is that don't, computer I of don't. yours blake, hey blake can i ask you a quick question is that computer uh, of yours just for show or 
No, I think no, I think it's funnier when I give a game submission and I don't know what it is because then we can spend the next thirty minutes doing a game submission that has nothing to do with what the actual words mean. And Proctology I think is but science. Yes. All right. So AJ, did you ever play any of the trauma center stuff? You know, like the guilt like mechanics of like. It was I was like going little... to say, was trauma center the JR like the the dating yes. sim ones? No, it where was where you the... had like relations with other characters, or am I thinking of the wrong surgeon simulator? You're thinking of the wrong surgeon simulator. Trauma center was a game for, I I actually I think it the first one came out for the DS, and then there the one that I'm familiar with is Trauma Center Second Opinion, which I think was uh, the Wii. Yeah, this um, is the one that has the dating elements, isn't it? What are you talking? No, there's I it's far I mean, I can't speak for the first one, but like the second one had no dating. It just was like you can kind of pick the order in which you tackled like operations and things, uh, but there don't was worry, no I'll like, fix dating. that. We will we will add a dating element into the game. What the fuck is going on with this lady's? Are hair? you saying are you saying That's crazy, AJ, are man. you saying what you got going? On? Are you saying we're gonna have are you familiar with the amazing 1980s romance movie Ghost, where they're like, there's that scene where they're both like, you know, holding their hands and it's like a night <laughs> in the basement and they're doing ceramics? Are we doing that? But it's like two people over somebody's like proctology surgery and they're yes. just like guiding each other's hand. I, I'm, I'm sorry for that visual. I couldn't commit to the bit. Like, I, I couldn't. Uh, <laughs> That's okay. I've committed and I've been imagining it very deeply, very intensely. Okay, good. Very, very, uh, very, very sensual. What do you call surgeries like that? Hey, what is happening? Is there a bad guy in the doctor game? Because I'm looking at the cover for Trauma Center Second Opinion. Yes. And there's a big scary ghost man in the top left. Oh, yeah. Because it's a dude running around doing crimes and you're just having to heal people after Fucking Second Opinion goes, goes, is wild. So, like, minor spoilers, it's a great game. I, I, if you liked. AJ, who, I'm talking to AJ goddamn hard here, Adult Swim vi- uh, video game aficionado. Do you remember um, uh, Pizza pizza Surgeon or Pizza... Uh, yeah, it yeah, was pizza. really gross. It was the really gross and grisly uh, spinoff or of the, sim- of the surgery simulator games from Newgrounds. Imagine that, but like the story fucking owns bones. And it's like really okay. good and really emotional and really fucking awesome. So it's pretty grisly. It's a pretty grisly game, but the story starts out as like you just being like a basic doctor, and by the end of the game, you're fucking like fighting terrorist organizations. It rules. It owns that bones, great. dude. It fucking rules, dude. There's like a multiplayer mechanic. We should totally fucking play it. Like, there is, so the way it works is is like one of you is the doctor doing the operation, and the other person has a controller that's working as the nurse. So like if you're if you're the doctor, I I have to make sure I give you the right tools so you don't fuck up. It's really That's cool. Fun. It's really fun. Um, but it, it, yeah, it's just like there's this. So the whole idea is that this terror organization is releasing this like man-made nanobot virus called guilt. Um, and like each form of guilt has like different abilities and attacks different parts of your body. Um, and they all have like just these fucking wild uh abilities and oh also the main character has superpowers i didn't know if you knew that uh he can he can slow time uh it's called okay. uh it's called the healing touch for some fucking reason he can like go so, into okay. he can go so into bullet time yeah. there's a nano machine disease out there that is causing people to based on this image eat glass and then the doctor with the ability to stop time is able to sew all of them <laughs> All of those holes up before they bleed to death after being yeah, basically, yeah, basically, and like I think it's alluded that the healing touch by using it is slowly killing the main character or like overexerting him or some shit. Whoa! It, so the doctor has to wear surgical gloves out all the time, day in day out, even no, when he goes to sleep. It, see, no, but that's the weird thing. They call it healing touch, but it has nothing to do with touch. It's just like... Why would it, you stupid <laughs> idiot? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's an anime video game. So, so all of this to say, this game needs to have some sort of time slow mechanic, and it needs to have a fucking deep, sur- a deep story about... Wasn't Trauma like, Center the name of a TV show? 
I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was like something on like fucking Peacock or whatever. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But either way, we're 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 getting lost here. We need to bring it back to the butt stuff, AJ. Really quickly, what kind of surgery have you had on your butt? Like, we need real experience, and you famously had like three. Is surgeries. the movie Trauma Center starring <laughs> starring Bruce question. Willis based on the JRPG <laughs> surgery game? It fucking is now. Bruce Willis is the star of our proctology game. He's he's the one getting in deep. He's going like hand over fist. Um, I don't know if I should use fist there, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's right. the game, and how do we keep it from being gross and butt related? Like, it's gonna be butt related. Bruh, I, yeah, I was to gonna gross. say is I was gonna say is like the 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 title of the game is Proctology Legends. Like, it is. About I just butt don't want stuff. it to be yucky. Okay, then uh, we just. It has uh, to be in good taste. How do we make it deep? How do we make it? How do we make the butt stuff deep? Uh, <laughs> and yes, I did think really. I did think about that sentence before I said it. Yeah, get your laughs out, you fourteen-year-old. Come on, oh, I'm trying man. to build art here. How do we okay. make the fort? How do we make the butt stuff deep? So I feel like there's two ways we can go about this story. Uh-huh. One, we can go. Um, one one thing I am always fascinated about with like tales of doctors and, and doctors and um, their relationship with patients is reading about stories where the patient keeps coming back to the same doctor because they keep having and they have an ongoing problem. And like those those tales tend to be very tragic, but they can also have this really interesting perspective of like these two people that didn't know each other up to this point can then become very close and very mm-hmm. and become like just very like tied to one another of like this doctor is saving this person's life this person's life is person is very grateful and then they could become friends out of it or so we, we can go a patient or we can who go has to a like, terminal butt terminal butt that's the that's the actual name of these terminal butt it's like every week it <laughs> every week it grows a different problem so it's like a regu- it's a regular occurrence. So it's like the story of these two people coming close, becoming close in in a way that two people have never become close before. And uh-huh. what is the thing that connects them? The dude's butt. It's the, the dude's, dude's butt. butt. It's the dude's butt that ties the both of them together. Continue with the other alternative. The I mean the other alternative is just butt of the week. You know, it's just like butt problem of the like what is the monster this week? And it's well, more episodic. Can we? How about this? Let's brainstorm uh-huh. what our terrorist organization is. If Trauma uh-huh. Center is a game about a surgeon going from helping somebody with a broken bone to stopping a terrorist organization by doing surgery on a grape, who knows? How can we get <laughs> our butt doctor to stop a terrorist organization? Or perhaps um, save the world. Save the world. Okay, so give me – I think the, this, the key to solve this puzzle is to figure out what – is the thing that the terrorist organization is doing that's causing such a problem. Is I figured it out. Okay, go ahead. Blake, we're trying to get this ass out of this world. That's right. We're a butt surgeon during the space race time, and all of our doctors and, and scientists and astronauts keep on having butt-related problems. And so they have to come in, and they're like, help, my butt's bad again. And we uh-huh. fix their butt because there's a secret terrorist organization that is trying to stop us from winning the space race. How, Our me... final mission is to fix Lance Armstrong's butt, not Lance Armstrong. Which one was the one on the moon? Uh, Louis Armstrong, the famous musician. Nope, not that one. One of <laughs> the was, Armstrongs. It, La- yeah, Lance Armstrong, I believe, is... is yeah. <laughs> then who's the one on the bike? Uh... Uh, Lance Armstrong. Okay. So <laughs> the Armstrong astronaut one is like, oh, I need my butt fixed stat. And our goal is to make that butt ready to go into space. Uh-huh. And that's the final mission. Can I give you a, a different pitch to, to, to like throw a wrench in this? Can this okay. be, we are already in space. We are the doctor on a space station in the year 20, like 2300 or So that throws um, <laughs> the ASS, uh, the ASS uh, 
uh, uh, in, impenetrable. Something, something, something stupid. Some stupid. Name. No, you like um, it. I like it. Good job. Hey, yeah, Blake. Uh, good uh, job. Good, <laughs> good joke. Th- the SS hey, impenetrable is a good one. You know what? I hey, I'm, I'll be real. I'm not. I, I'm. I'm like. I. I spent all of my energy shaking that that uh, Frostpunk game. So I'm just like. I'm kind of winging it here. <laughs> You're really um, tuckered out now. Really tuckered out. So what I'm getting at is is how do we elevate because this is a third game in a series so we got to think this has to be different than every game before it so what unique mechanic are we going to do here i think you um because i'm replaying we're able to rotate the entirety of the you're able to turn you're able to turn on zero g whenever you want so it'll be like there's the time slow mechanic in the second game. There is the zero G mechanic in the third game. So you will need to like find it's like okay, I'm working on this dude's on this dude's butt. <laughs> Man, really, there's not many surgeries that you that could do. Every time <laughs> it makes you Blake, I need you to be an adult about it. You no, can't I'm, chuckle I'm, okay, every time on, you picture no. a butt. Come no, on. I, okay, hold on, hold on. I need to explain myself. I need to explain my, the thing. Or is did you just imagine here, the idea of slapping a butt in zero G's and trying to see what happens? No, <laughs> that's also very funny. No, I just, I'm laughing because like every time I think about it is like, like when you think of like a surgery based game, the uh-huh. surgery is different every single time because yeah. it's a different area of the body. I don't think I've ever seen a surgery game where it's just one area exclusively. And I'm like, I I don't know what you do variety wise. Like I know what we do variety wise. Uh-huh. Like we do the same thing. We do what Five Nights at Freddy's did to make up for the fact that like you kind of know what you're expecting at a certain to, point in the you game. You have to wear a mask like, because there's an alien in that dude's butt that will scare you at random intervals. I so love need- this. Well, okay. <laughs> I, here's Space my thought. I'm parasites, actually going to, AJ. Blake, step back. I'm about to do some game design. Okay, go ahead. Uh, you you got so, it. So, Five Nights at Freddy's works because when you go into the game, it's very scary, and you're like, ah, scary monsters, ooga booga. But then by like night four and five, what the game has taught you to do is like you're not really being scared by the mon- animatronics anymore. You're just being reset. And so the game is expecting the player to have a level of mastery of the mechanics that are there by the time they get to the fifth night. It, mm-hmm. it tra- Five Nights at Freddy's transitions from being a very great atmospheric jump scare game to being a game about mastering the mechanics at hand. It's why it works in such like short success windows, right? You only have to survive for five minutes. And while that mm-hmm. sounds really easy and scary at first, by night five, it's just a matter of trial and error and you're just trying to get it right. Our butt surgery game can continue that can take from there. It is funny and silly and goofy in the first two levels, but then by the end of the level, like it, you're right, it's the same butt. But we are expected to have such a level of mastery of the zero G mechanics and mm-hmm. the surgery tools and the cutting. We have to be so precise and expertly that the slightest fuck up will kill our patient. Mm, okay. Now they got a, they got I, a sensitive butt. They have a very sensitive butt in space, and they've lost all of their blood already. <laughs> this is stupid. Give me another game. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done talking about butt stuff. <laughs> this comes from biblically accurate pet rock at Asithius. Uh oh, you done got skinny marinked. Skinny marinked? What the heck is that? So Skinny Marink is a very, very, well, I actually don't know if it's any good. I've heard it's really good. I'm planning on sitting down and watching it. Um, Here's the premise for the movie. There is two little children that go to sleep in the house, and then they wake up in the dead of night, and all of their windows and doors have been removed from their home. And they're like four. And three, and they are toddlers in a house where everything has done gotten spooked. There's no power, Ooh. there's no doors, there's no windows. It, like, could you imagine a house with no windows or doors, Blake? Because it immediately becomes an unsettling experience. Yeah, because no, I, when we I go totally into a home, agree. It, it triggers the what's that called when you like look at an eight, like a human body, but you're not like it's not a real human body. The uh, oh, you're talking about um, uh. Uh, something valley. Um, the uncanny valley. Unva- uncanny valley. Yes. A home with no doors or windows immediately hits the uncanny valley w- yeah. for a home, which isn't yeah, something that I really totally. expect. 
Because, like, mm-hmm. here's the other question. Does this include the microwave? That's a safety violation. Does this include the the cupboard doors? That's just kind of cool, actually. I think that we should ditch cupboard so, doors. That is so weird. Like, that's... That's interesting because I'm uh, I'm reading this novel right now called House of Leaves, fucking bit by bit, but it, it operates off of a similar mechanic um, that is also kind of weird horror. So the, the, the premise of it is that these people live in a house that the measurement of everything inside the house is slightly larger than the measurements outside the house. And it's just like, it's such a simple thing, but it fucking drives them insane it it's it's very weird it's very weird and this kind of this feels like a step towards that so i i I really love the idea of like but this also this also kind of like if is even weirder because it it is something that can happen in the natural world it doesn't break any laws of reality or anything yeah somebody could just break into my house and steal all my doors and windows Uh uh-oh i done got skinny marinked hold on hold on did we find the game just now is this a uh-huh. game where you are Ashton Kutcher and you are running around trying to skin him or ink? <laughs> you're a pr- you're a pranker. Uh, okay, okay. You're the you're the behind the scenes guy of why this movie is happening. Of mm-hmm. like you you are you are the person that skinny marinks people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one that skinny marinks. Okay, so is it kind of like a stealth game where you are sneaking or you you need to like go, break into somebody's house? And then not steal like or harm them or anything, but it's like you're you're pranking. So you're at you're a little you're a lanky, tall Ashton Kutcher breaking into other celebrities' homes. I might add, and stealing their. Oh weird my thing. god, dude! Hey, <laughs> I mean this completely. A rich person's house skinny meringue would is would give me hives. Have you yeah. seen the inside of rich people's homes? They don't yeah. know how to fucking decorate. They all looks like shit. What are you Did talking you imagine about? like one I, of I, those? I mean, like, I mean, yeah. If you're talking about like people that know. I, I I don't know. Like I feel like rich people's homes tend to be very well designed because they can no. pay people to design them well. I think you're That's thinking of just... like the Elon Musks of the world that don't know how to like ask somebody to design I'm thinking, their like, shit. I think it was Kim Kardashian who has like a house that just is all white on the inside because nobody lives there. Like it's just white. Yeah, but that's not meant to be like a good house design. That's just that's a flex to say, hey, I did this. That's and the that idea falls into of a different that, category. Okay, I see what you mean. It, I, okay, you're saying that like if that had no doors or windows, it just like feels like okay, yeah, this is just like a place yeah, made no- to look like someplace somebody lives. The part that makes the skinny marink scary is the fact that it is still all of the in. things are there. Like yeah, it is lived in. It's just yeah. that all of the things that provide the security are gone. Well, I, I kind of want to lean into the idea of the celebrity thing, not only because, like, I agree it's, like, their houses tend to be very – can be very weird or interesting, um, especially the people that, like, like fucking go ham and design their houses to be these complex, like, art exhibits. Imagine sneaking around those, but – Every time you're caught, you we get to do like a celebrity cameo of like them saying something to Ashton Kutcher, and <laughs> where it's they, like, we get a bunch of AI generated phrases from famous people where they say, "Uh oh, I got skinny meringued." Uh oh, <laughs> we have like you sneaking through Kim Kardashian's place or Will Ferrell's Will Ferrell's place, uh, and then uh, you said the, the the word that brings so much distaste to my mouth, AI. Ugh. You're right, but hey, if this is a game that I'm should not be like made, this. it should ha- it should be have AI. You're right, like it we should have AI. It's gonna have those Joe Rogan bits. Be fun. Yeah, you seen it's those clips have- of all the Joe of all the presidents playing Minecraft together? It's gonna be like that, except they say, "Uh oh, I got skinny meringued." Okay, but those are kind of funny though. They're and actually they- very funny. <laughs> like that- you know what I will say is those things do remind me of the fact that AI is still imperfect because it is pattern recognition. Because none of yeah. those things talk like Donald Trump talks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it doesn't have like his intonation or like like his weird pauses. It's just like. How do I it's make my voice. voice sound like this? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's fucking weird. I Actually, have I told you um, I encountered my first video game that used AI-generated content? Was um, it was it High it, on Life? Because that one no, uses AI. 
No, you told me about that, and I think that's shitty. But this is like this one feels kind of like justified and clever. Um, it's by the same person uh, who made uh, I Am Ob Observation Duty, which is like a very, very fun, like very low budget kind of game, but very effective. Um, I mean, it's a series of games now, but it's this. Um, it's a horror. It's a horror game that's about like the stock market. And you got the name for me? Uh, I don't. <laughs> Um, uh, it's, it, 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 you'll look it up. Um, but basically it is one of the things is, uh, there's like this news article mechanic where it like gives hints as to what stocks are going to be crashing and what stocks are going to be going up. And the news article, because there's like, there's hundreds of these news articles. Like there's one that appears like every couple of minutes, um, it, it uses AI generated images to represent that news article. And in that way, it makes sense because like you need to have hundreds of these things. And is it more cost effective to like pay a, a stock photo site? Cause they're all like stock photo esque. Um, so it, it, it kind of makes sense, you know? Um, but yeah, no, it was, it was definitely weird. Like I, I, we are in that phase now. Um, I'm. I will be interested to see when it goes to like triple A levels of like. Actually, is High on Life triple A, or is it an indie game? Which game? High on Life is that a triple A game or is that a? It, it just considering it, how much backing it had from Microsoft and it's a Microsoft exclusive game. Yeah. I think it does fall under. Like I know Game Pass kind of like muddies the water on it, but to my knowledge, Microsoft had a hand in the development or at least funded it. I mean, regardless of like because Microsoft purchased Squanch Games, didn't they? I have I have no idea. I don't really keep pace with with that kind of with. I I was never really excited about High on Life. The only thing I dug about it is, or that I've seen about it, it did have Zach from um, uh, Smiling Friends. Uh, the one of the co the co creator of Smiling Friends is a voice actor in it, which his shit's hilarious. I love his writing. Um, but either way, let's get back let's get back to the game here. So what what are you thinking? I think we already got it. I think it's a stealth game where you're trying to steal all the doors and windows from rich people, and then when they ca catch you, they say, "Ah, I got skinny meranked." Okay, is, is so I want to go a, a, a dive up. You want to go deeper? What I sort of mechanics and powers would Austin Kutcher have? I want to figure out. Um... <laughs> Wait a second. What? Because if it is Ashton Kutcher. Does he have access to every character he's ever played in his movies and like whatever? No, he only has the powers that you would have on a prank show. I think that this we have to keep in mind that we only have the abilities permitted to us by being a prank show. This, of course, well, means that we can use a camera and put it on a stranger and make them do anything we want them to do, much like <laughs> the dude from Nathan for You. Wait. Is this a Nathan for you prank show? Yeah, this kind of has like a Nathan for you vibe, doesn't it? Like this is going to be his next like we this, need to think about a different famous show? person then. Okay. I mean, uh what you know what this might actually be? This also Who's a famous of... person who has not had the opportunity to do a prank show because no prank show would be as scary as this? Uh that guy from I think you should leave. Have you watched that yet? It's uh no. Tim Robinson. Holy shit, AJ, it is one of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen in my life. It is so it is so stupidly funny. If you're only going to watch one Tim short... Robinson does have the face of somebody I would hate to see stealing all of my doors and windows. <laughs> um yeah, no, he dude, he's such a fucking funny actor. But yes, if you're ever going to watch just one, if you've never heard of this is your first this time hearing This is the about hot this, dog car man. This is the hot dog car man. Yes. And also two things. Watch either the man um or uh the uh haunted house tour cuz i i don't think i've laughed as at, as hard at something as i have those two shorts they're fucking they're stupid uh stupid fucking shorts um <laughs> really good editor too i i really like their their editing style for the show Blake yes i just want to double check what would you do if you got skinny meranked <sighs> um it, see, it'd be weird because I would be freaked out and then I'd realize that I'm kind of safe afterward. I'd be like, oh, 
this is obviously a prank. It wasn't. I couldn't look at that and be no, like, "This is No, you're imagining malicious. it as being pranked. Now I want no. you to imagine you woke up in the dead of night and you've been skinny meringued. Your no, entire house is without windows and doors. No, I, I same. My opinion would stay the same. So it'd be, I'd wake up and I'd feel like. Uh, I would be scared because like there's a sudden change in such a private space for me and and as soon that would wear off it would be like oh this is just kind of weird now like is it's I wouldn't be scared because it's like I would be afraid if like somebody came into my house and trashed it like there was like because there was an element of violence to this uh to that there is no element of violence to this this is just weird it would feel like a prank to me eventually um so I guess I would call I would call Man, the police. You're so much better under pressure, dude. If I got skinny rink, there's no power, you can't call the police. Uh okay, then that would be a little bit that would also freak me out a little bit. Like if I woke up in the middle of the night, like to go pee, but I noticed like the door to my bathroom was gone and, and you can't turn on the light. Yeah. So now yeah, you're I can't in turn your on house. The light. Now also, you're in your house. You're in your undies because you're walking around your home in the dead of night. You have to piss, and there's no doors. I don't sleep in my undies. I sleep in like I sleep in my undies and pajama pants. Come on, I gotta be ready okay. to. I, I gotta be at Blake, go time. Be honest anytime. with me. Are those sleep jeans? On occasion, but like most of the time, it's my sleepy. It's you my might actually pants. be per- in the perfect scenario if you've just woken <laughs> up in your sleep jeans. You're, you're right. You've been, I, I'm, if I'm you had to go piss. And you've been skinny meringued, but you've been wearing your sleep jeans. You do have less to worry about. Let me paint you a picture from me if I woke up and had been skinny meringued and I'm in my undies and I have no power. In your famous sleep thong uh, that AJ always wears when he sleeps. I'm looking for a knife so immediately. I would immediately feel like an animal cornered. I would be a horrible experience to be around. If somebody looked at me, I would just be like, that's it. You skinny meringued me. I'm going to enact violence uh-huh uh-huh interesting i if i was skinny meringued i would break down societally so fast see you know i think i it would take a little bit more for me to get to that point and i can and i can name like the exact well you have point. your sleep jeans on no, i would no, no, be no. naked and ho- I, and like have no security of a home i am already I, a beast at this point i could name the level it would take for me to get to that point and i okay. think this should play an element into our game your next door was also skinny meringued no it was like if not only if every door or cabinet like obvious door adjacent things were gone I'm uh-huh. thinking like ev- the tops of containers level, where it's like oh, the top of my the, there the top will be of no my- closed anything. Yeah, no closed anything. So it's like my toothpaste cap gone, the shower curtain gone, <laughs> the tops of my plastic containers of the leftovers in the fridge that have been sitting in there for three days, fucking gone. Also, just the fridge doors. The fridge doors gone. Every the top of the washer and dryer gone. The garage door. <laughs> Gone, AJ. That the more, would be, the more the obscure the removal. Yeah. Yes. The and you brought up like a great like tagline to this game of like no containers anymore. Uh, no con no, no covers, no containment. It's just like it. It, it is such a, a, and I think this was like the motivation behind this this movie too. Is just like the idea of like the moment you take away coverings, it is like. If, it is a great example of you are now being laid bare. Like you have nothing I, you can hide behind. And I get kind of weird that's about shit like this. Thing. I make sure that like my master bathroom door and my sh- closet are closed when I go to bed. The idea of really? this being just open lines. Well, I think it's because it's obscured. Like uh-huh. I can't clearly see into my bathroom, and so the idea of a door open there when I'm going to the going to bed, I'm like, I don't really like that because I can't see everything in there. What if a big snake shows up? I don't know why my thought goes to Big Snake, but it could always be a Big Snake. It so is, I just close the door. <laughs> Interesting, because like I I have to close like my my bedroom door, but my closet is like perpetually open. So because it's just I, I think the thing that scares me yeah, is you kind of skinny marinked yourself a little bit. Well, no, in the, in the sense of like it, the thing that scares me is that something from an unknown ang like an unknown area could come. Like nothing can come from my closet because there's no that's not connected to anything. But the hallway in front of my bedroom that leads to like the living room that has windows and the front door, like yeah, that that can be scary. That makes sense. So it's interesting, like the whole closet thing. 
Man, I would be so pissed if I got skinny marinked and somebody stole the lid of my water bottle. See that? That's the fun. That's I the think shit. At that I, point, the I would go I from go. being at that point. I would go from being animal in a corner to outright malicious force. Yes, I'd be like, oh, I, okay. Yes. So it's purge night, apparently. Uh, yes, but also like, it, it, think of like how how much more like minuscule you can get with the meaning of that. Your lens cap that's on the front of your camera that you keep, you know, near your computer. <laughs> the fucking um, the uh, what's it called? Uh, the fucking front of every book in your little library because that's like a container. That's a cover. My computer has like a fun little glass paint window pane on it so I can that look inside be and see all the off. RGVs. But that, that glass could be, would be taken gone off. Now. Like that would also, be skinny meranked. The t- the top of my fucking Frostpunk board game is missing now. AJ, I'm I, I, how how am meranked. I gonna prevent it from spilling over? Hey, what does the skinny merink do about bags of chips? Oh, interesting. It opens if I had an unopened bag of chips, would this <laughs> motherfucker open my bag? Everything, yes, everything becomes open. Or, t- like, the tops of all of your uh, your cereal boxes have been ripped away, so you can't just fold it closed again. It just has to stay open. The more I think about it, the more this, like, it, it gives me creepy crawlies in a way that, like, normal horror doesn't this is definitely yeah, like weird. it's just upsetting we- to be yeah, skinny marinked it, it is upsetting is like it's invasive but not like violently invasive it's just weird it's just biz- it's just very bizarre this is our video game i really like i really really like this okay, idea we need to decide what is the video game are we the victim of being skinny marinked or are we skinny marinking people i think it's it, 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 See, I think it would be more important to play from the perspective of somebody who's been skinny marink solving a like a thriller puzzle because it, it, that feels more interesting to me. And I feel like you and I, the thing I know, the thing that I'm noticing you and I fixating on is the fear aspect of it, not the pranking aspect of it, not because, the comedy yeah, of skinny it's scary. Yeah, I mean, maybe there's two modes to it, like because you and I love dual games. Maybe there's the Ashton Kutcher mode, and then there's the. Uh, Who's like, uh, like the ghost, like the, the who's a famous ghost hunter? Uh, what the, if you were, if the game is about being the victim of a skinny marink, are we trying to on skinny marink ourselves, or are we just trying to survive? See, that's the thing that could be. I'm picturing this as like a PT fucking situation where it's like every lap you go through the house, more containers are missing. So it starts off as like the game opens up, you waking up in your bedroom, your the door to your bedroom is missing. And that is the thing that kicks off this like, oh, I should go look at the rest of my house. Somebody has clearly been in my house. And you're and actively every- being skinny ranked and more yes. and more doors start going missing while you walk yes. through the house. Yes. And you're discovering maybe some notes like maybe like um i'm trying to think of like what is the thing that's keeping you in this house what is preventing you from like okay let's let's look at it this way that you are playing the a celebrity who has a mansion so one we already have like plenty of we now have plenty of uh, area to explore and maybe their partner is missing and they're exploring the mansion trying to find um their person because like they could easily leave and go to the police but they don't know where their partner went they need to find their fucking partner before they go get the police because something bad could happen to them and guess what their cell phone's gone there's no power so you are uh, theoretically just an island uh right now um and also rich people love to live like out in the middle of nowhere so this is a mansion like out in the fucking boonies of colorado like out you know like the house in Nero automata uh, not near Automata, uh, Deus Ex Machina, um, where he, they had to, like, take a helicopter to get to it. Yeah. It's this, it is that level of isolation. So, and that adds to the weirdness of it, too, because it's like, somebody came out to the fucking forest and stole all of my doors. Something weird's happening. Something supernatural is happening. I think so, one thing we would have to establish is, of course, like, familiarity i think the thing about the skinny meringuing that i find so haunting is the fact that like when i'm imagining imagining the skinny meringue i'm imagining mm-hmm. places that i'm familiar with my yes. home your home 
my friend's home. Like places that I know what they should look like and have like understood I, the general I have like, it for you. So, I have lines. it for you. I so have how do we you. make the player feel comfortable in a location before we skinny rank them? The first level is just you enjoying your or the first part of the game is you actually enjoying your house. It's fully it's fully enjoying day. your suburban lifestyle with your yeah. with your two kids, dog and partner. Yes, and like you're also you have these beautiful views of like stereoscopic views of like the wilderness around you and like you can just it feels like a relaxing game and a relaxing atmosphere. And here's the trick of it is you can be in that section as long as you want, but um the, at the end of that there will be like a button to go to bed. Um Yeah, and- there will be a consistent thing of fetch quests that you can do for your family and as you do them they will give you like lots of fun little things because yes. the goal is just to like trick the player into walking around the space so that they feel comfortable and familiar mm-hmm. with it. Yes, and so also player understand is like, oh, where yeah, things this are. Is the, where that yeah. door is going to be. This is where this hides. This is where mm-hmm. the chips are. Can we get even fucking weirder with it where not after so like the game opens uh, with that and then you go to sleep you wake up your door is missing that kicks off this adventure or this this horror horrific or this unsettling situation can we start playing with non-euclidean space so it's like one of the first fetch quests is like hey go into the garage to uh get your daughter's um like tennis set or something because she's gonna have to go to practice soon or something there will be exactly one fetch quest during that that has a non-euclidean space so i we're like you it's like a spiral hallway that keeps spiraling in a way that like no i so tight that it shouldn't i think that or you what the level you did in the opening of the game where you you knew you needed to go down these stairs to get to the garage during like the horror segment, you go down those stairs thinking it's going to the garage, but when you open that door, it opens up to like a different area of the house that is like like on the top story rather than the below story where the garage is. And now you I have think... to deal with like a house that do- its layout has changed. I want to hold off on that. I think that like the idea of dealing with a house that the layout has changed is an excellent reveal once everything's been done skinny meranked. Oh, uh, okay. But so I that's like that's like, of, like late level shit. That's how we yeah. mix it up. Uh, but early in the game during the fetch quests when you're like doing little tasks for your family and getting used to the space, we will have like one hallway that like normally it's just two little turns. But mm-hmm. then this one time during the fetch quest, the hallway will be replaced with a non-Euclidean hallway where you just like the turn is way too tight to be possible. And uh-huh, then it's like, uh-huh. oh, but but it is. And we go into the correct room. And it's just this one time it's like that. Interesting. OK. All right. Until until again, the big reveal at the end of the game. I want people to have forgotten about the weird non-Euclidean hallway because yeah. like the second or third time you go through that hallway, it works like a normal hallway. But then so, it's like a reveal of like, oh, it's always been like can, this. Can – so now – okay, so we have the game. I Tim want Roger, to figure er, out – Tim what Robinson's is the stink, still though? our main character, right? Oh, yeah. It's all voiced by Tim Robinson. Um, what is the grand reveal at the end of the game um, that adds some stink to this game? And something that I think would be kind of fun is what if we consciously recognize that it's a prank show? So this whole experience has been a prank – and it's kind of like a letdown because it's like I, I want to like have this player be so immersed in this horror story and then find out it was all fucking faked. It's like some sort of Nathan Fielder thing. And just like, like that an, level of it's dis- like an anti payoff. I see what you mean. Yeah. Yes, like, I love so, this. It's like a, so, it's an 18 hour horror experience. And the final cut scene is Tim Robinson coming out and being like, like hey, you got skinny meringued. Yeah. Like getting skinny meringued or it's just like <clears throat> you fucking you finally leave your house and you discover you're in like the fucking uh, warehouse set that Nathan Fielder built for the bar where it's just like, Hey, here's a bar in the middle of like this giant open warehouse. And it's just like, yes. what the fuck is happening? Like somebody bi- rebuilt his house in a, in a soundstage. And I feel like that would add a level of stink where it's just like, cause that's how people who've been pranked fucking feel. Right? Like ideally it's like, they got so yeah, lost, they have, so they have a moment of like, oh my god, this is this is it. This, this is, is real. This is happening. moment of my life. Yeah, this is actually real. This is actually happening. And then it's like, no, you just got misled on this giant 
fucking journey that okay, we filmed. Hear fucking me dumbass. out. The game, the game builds to a big climax. There's like a long sprint down a hallway. There's loud music. You open mm-hmm. through the door. The screen cuts to black. Screen comes from black up, fades into real camera footage of Tim of Tim Robinson from <laughs> I Think You Should Leave. And uh-huh. it's just a face cam of him be- saying, hello, thank you for playing this scary game. You've just been skinny marinked. I know what you're thinking. How could this have happened? <laughs> I... <laughs> It's not even the like payoff, a real payoff. It's a not it's even just, like an in-universe it's thing. It's so just Tim Robinson ups- explaining to you that you played a video game. Yeah, that's I fucking hate that. I hate that. I hate that because that is such a it's such a punch in the stomach of like such a well-crafted idea. And like not because our video game is so well crafted, but just like the idea of skinny maranking is such an interesting, engaging hook that you take that hook and be like, yeah, it was all pointless, bro. Like, he if got you check break, your heart rate right now, it might be racing. Time, dude. And that's crazy because this is a video game and you have not been skinny marinked. Yeah, you're playing. This is all fake, you fucking idiot. Like, this is this. I don't know what you I think do. that we should get to the end of it and Tim Robinson should just take the piss out of video games and end the video <laughs> game with proposing that video games are, in fact, not an art form. <laughs> After very, after this very clearly well crafted experience that w- some could argue is like the atmosphere of it is art, and then it's just Tim Robinson being like, "No, stupid, video stupid, g- video games are stupid. bad. They're stupid, and something like this could never happen." Watch my show on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Blake, that's a video game. What What are we calling? It? Is it just Skinny Marinked, or you've been Skinny Marinked? I like the idea of Skinny Marink the game. Yeah, um, like, I, because that's just so. I I did not know of this before. Do you, be- Blake? Do you want to do some homework? Do you and I want to make sure that we watch Skinny Marink by the next week's episode and give yeah. ourselves a little movie review? I actually typed it in. There's a, it. One is playing at the AMC near me, so I kind I might go. Oh fuck! See- it's in theaters. Hold there, on, that changes it's only, everything. There's only there's only one showing. I think it. AMC Orange 30? Where is that? I don't even know where the fuck that is. Uh oh, that's in that's in oh wow, that's like way in fucking gone for me. Um Yeah, I I mean it looks like some places are playing it. Um but yes, I think that'll be a good homework. Well that's what we'll open next episode with. We'll we'll have both watched Skinny Marink. Hey everybody, if you love your best friend and want to give them a good laugh, share this podcast with them. If you hate them and want to give them a bad time, share like share this podcast with share them. Share this podcast with them. <laughs> Until next week, uh, I have been Blake Rea. I have been AJ Hart. Our intro and outro music is Cheap Shot by Anna Monaguchi, an excellent song from an excellent band for an excellent game. This has been Spiritual Successor. And these are cool games. That should not be made.